Thanks for checking out the Power Place audio podcast. The Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to empower you with His Spirit and His Word so that you can engage your world. Here at the Power Place, we believe the Bible from cover to cover. And our prayer is that as you listen, the absolute truth of God's Word would bring complete freedom to every area of your life. Happy Easter, everyone. He is risen. Amen. Amen. He's risen indeed. And congratulations to Billy and Brittany. They had a baby. Right after he took that, did the video, uh, Brittany's water broke that night and they went off and they are home having a baby. Their life has utterly changed. Little Blake Cecilia is here. So exciting. So exciting. I don't know about you, but whoever said out of sight, out of mind, never had a spider disappear in the bedroom. <laughs> Someone said, why do eye doctors live so long? They dilate. Thank you, Devin. So two friends were driving through Louisiana when they came to a sign that told them they were almost to Natchitoches. They argued all the way there about how to pronounce the name of the town. And finally, they stopped for lunch. After getting their food, one of the guys said to the cashier, can you settle an argument for us? Very slowly, tell us where we are. The cashier leaned over the counter and said, Burger King. Well, happy anniversary. You know, the Lord put on our heart at the beginning of this year to start the Power Place Academy. It's a discipleship school. And possibly we'll be beginning this fall, 2022. And we're really excited about that. And, and if you're interested, please sign the interest level sheet in the, in the lobby uh, before you leave today so we can get more information to you and... Uh, See what the interest is for this fall. All right? I'm excited. So why are you starting a school? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Have you watched the news lately? We decided it's time to uh, raise some, some spiritual warriors who understand the times and know what to do. And we're... We're thrilled about that possibility. So join with us in prayer. And if you know someone who's interested, please uh, sign that, that sheep. 18 years ago, it's our 18th anniversary here at the Power Place. We're growing up. We're almost an adult now. How about that? Uh, the Power Place exists to, to help people encounter his presence corporately and daily. To engage to be empowered by his spirit and then to engage with their world. And I've always said the world doesn't need just another church. It needs a place where people can encounter the presence and power of Almighty God. Life-changing power. And his presence changes everything. When you spend time in his presence individually on a daily basis, when you come together and spend time in his presence corporately, Something miraculous happens, and our lives are never the same again.
So here we are 18 years later, and we're still creating space for his power and presence to come and reside because it's all about him. Amen. Life is all about him. Church should be all about him because he's who we love. He's who's changed us. He is the one who has redeemed us and set us free. Glory to God. Aren't you glad to be in church today? It's a, a good place to be. Our kids are having fun. You saw the kids. We've got a slew of them today. And they're, they're having a blast in the pack today. It's Easter Sunday. It's Resurrection Sunday. This is the day that, that we celebrate once a year. But this one day in history affects our every single day lives. It's this day that, that has changed history forever. And here's the facts. Luke chapter 23, verse 32. Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. When they came to a place called the skull, they nailed him to the cross. And the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. The crowd watched and the leaders scoffed. Things haven't changed much, have they? He saved others, they said. Let him save himself. If he really is God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers mocked him too by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A sign was fastened above him with these words. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed. So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested. Don't you fear God? Even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes. But this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you today, you will be with me in paradise. What an awesome God. What an awesome God. Even in his dying moment, he brings someone with him to salvation. By this time, it was about noon and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. When the Roman officers overseeing the execution saw what had happened, he worshiped God and said, surely this man was innocent. And when all the crowd that came to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow. But Jesus' friends, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching. And then Matthew gives us more details in Matthew 27, verse 45. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, elema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? 
I hear people all the time say, well, you can't question God. It's wrong to question God. I'm going to tell you from the scripture, it's okay to ask a question. Even Jesus himself asked his father, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. But the rest said, wait, let's see whether Elijah comes to save him. Then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. No one took it from him. He gave himself willingly. No one forced him to die. He released his spirit. And at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. It was a big temp temple curtain. It was huge. It was thick. It couldn't physically be torn by one person. God himself, at that moment, said, I give you access to my throne room. And he ripped the curtain temple from top to bottom, showing us that we now finally can come. We don't have to go through the, the, the priests. We don't have to go through all the rituals. He made a way for us through the blood of Jesus, through the sacrifice of his son. Hallelujah. Oh, what an awesome God. At that moment, the curtain the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split apart, and tombs opened. I always said to myself, why did that, that soldier say to himself, this has to be God? Here's the reason. He saw everything that had gone on. The earth shook, rocks split apart, tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. They left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection went into the holy city of Jerusalem and appeared to many. Dude, what a moment. What a moment in history. The Roman officer, the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. And they said, this man truly was the son of God. No question. Matthew 28, early on Sunday morning. As the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene, the other Mary, went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. And the angel spoke to the women, don't be afraid, he said. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead just as he said would happen. Hallelujah. Come, see where his body was lying. See where his body was lying. I've been to the tomb. I've stood where, where Jesus was laid. He's not there. He's risen. There's no gravestone. He's risen from the dead. <laughs> He isn't here. He has risen from the dead just as he said would happen. Come see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead and he's going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I've told you. 
The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. They rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. As they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet, worshiped him. And then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Tell my, go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee. They will see me there. As the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priest what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called. They decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, you must say Jesus' disciples came during the night while we were sleeping and they stole his body. If the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you so you won't get in trouble. So the guards accepted the bribe, said what they were told to say. Their story spread widely among the Jews and they still tell it today. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him. But some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority. Somebody say all authority. authority. I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore. You know what the word therefore is a transition word. Because you know this, therefore this. I've been given all authority. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Just what we did this morning. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. and Be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. There's some exciting news right there. The risen Jesus said, I'm with you. Be sure of this. I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. You can count on me being there. What a moment. What a moment in time. What a life altering day. He has all authority and he's with us. So I asked myself the question and I asked you today, why did Jesus have to go through all of this? Why did he have to die on the cross? Why did he have to be raised to life again? Why do we celebrate this gruesome moment in history? Why do we celebrate Easter? Because this is the greatest day in history. This is the greatest day in history. This day changed everything. One of our core values here at the Power Place is truth. We believe that absolute truth equals complete freedom. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And, and when, when we, we, we believe the Bible from cover to cover, and we believe that absolute truth is found in his word, the Holy Bible. Once you get absolute truth in you, you'll never be the same again. The greatest counsel you need and the greatest counsel you'll find is from the word of God and being in his presence. Because he's the wonderful counselor. And here's what the word of God says about the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. The apostle Paul wrote to the Ephesians in Ephesians 1, 3. And he said, all praise to God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. 
God loved us and he chose us. Turn to your neighbor and say, God loves you and he's chosen you. God loves you and he's chosen you. God loves you and he's chosen you to be holy and without fault in his eyes. And God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Christ Jesus. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. That's how much the Lord loves you. And he's allowed you to be at this moment, at this intersection in time, to hear that he loves you so much that he went to the ends of the world to reach you. He is so rich, verse 7 says. He is so rich in kindness. Verse 6 says, so we praise God for the glorious grace he's poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He purchased our freedom with the blood of his sons and forgave our sins. That's why Jesus had to die. That's why he willingly gave of himself so that you and I could find freedom from sin and be part of the family of God as he has chosen us and invited us in. How many like to be chosen? Yeah, some of you don't care. I don't know if you were ever the one on the sideline that always got chosen last. It's never fun. But God, before time began, saw you. And he said, I want you to be a part of my family. I'll do everything it takes so that you can become my son, my daughter. That's how much he loves you today. Thank you, Jesus. And then the Apostle Paul wrote to the Colossians, chapter 1, verse 13. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. He's rescued us and transferred us into his kingdom because he purchased our freedom. And forgave us of our sins. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created. And is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see. Such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. 
Why do we celebrate this gruesome day? Right there. Because of Christ's blood shed on the cross, we're set free. We're brought into the family of God. We're redeemed. We've been reconciled to God. And he says in verse 21, this includes you who were once far away from God. Anybody here far away from God at one point in your life? Hmm. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. And yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he's brought you into his own presence. And you're holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. I know I got a lot of faults, but I know when God looks at me through his son, he sees nothing but Jesus. I don't have any faults in his eyes because that's how much he's covered me. That's how much his blood has washed over me. What an awesome God. He loves me and he looks at me unblemished, no sin. No stain. I wore a shirt yesterday. had a big stain on it. <laughs> Can't get it out. We tried everything. Simple green. Uh, everybody's got a, 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 a formula for getting out their stains, right? My wife hasn't figured it out yet. <laughs> We're working it on, on it, aren't we, babe? Yeah, we give it to Debbie Grandizio. She's the stain remover. But the reality is, I got no stains when God looks at me through his son, Jesus. As he looks at me through the cross, I got no stains. I got no blemishes. I got no problems. I got no issues. He has covered me. He has cleansed me. He has made me completely whole. Hallelujah. No judgment. Woo. I, I might get excited today. I'm not sure. Might get a little happy dance going on. This includes you who are once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ on his, in his physical body. As a result, he's brought you into his own presence and you are holy blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Thank you, Lord. But you must continue to believe this truth and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. The good news has been preached all over the world and I, Paul, have been appointed as God's servant to proclaim it. I'm here to tell you today, Easter changes everything. Easter changes your perspective. Things that were dead can come to life. Things that were out of the question are on the table again. He's an awesome God. And he wants to set you free. He paid the price. The price has been paid in full. When it comes to sin and salvation, there's no debt 
He's paid it all. He's paid the price. All you have to do is believe and confess. Check it out. Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you declare with your mouth, somebody say your mouth. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart. Say believe. You got to confess and believe. You believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. That's the word of God. That's the truth. We stand on absolute truth. Verse 10 says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So it starts here. It starts in the heart. Do I really believe that Jesus Christ is Lord? Do I really believe that God raised him from the dead? If you don't, I'm not sure why you're here today. Right? This day changed everything in history. And if you believe in your heart, that Jesus Christ is Lord. And all you got to do is confess with your mouth. And this is where a lot of us get messed up. We're like, I believe. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I've got a tattoo on my arm. <laughs> right, Jamie? And we think that's all there is. As long as I believe, it's all good. The word of God says the truth, the absolute truth says, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. It's a double-edged sword. Jimmy, I know your life was changed when you confessed with your mouth. Jesus was your Lord. It wasn't just an outward change. It was something that happened on the inside. You heard testimony after testimony after testimony. People who said, Jesus changed everything. Yeah, the power place was involved because that's the body of Christ. It, we're involved. We're here for that purpose. But today, maybe you're here and you've believed. You may have believed your whole life that Jesus Christ is Lord. But you've never made a public profession of your faith in front of everybody. Today's your day. Today's your day. Because once you profess and believe, things start to change. The shift takes place inside. Stand with me, please. Thanks for checking out the Power Place audio podcast. If you want more resources for your walk with the Lord, you can visit us online at www.thepowerplace.org. You can check us out on YouTube and Facebook at the Power Place Church if you want to watch the service online. And if you want to give, you can text any amount to 84321 
or visit the church website.